The college experience Georgia Bulldog preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. You're listening to our 2020 college football preview series where we break down every single Division I college football team. When betting on college football, make sure you go to MyBookie.ag and use the promo code SGP for a deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use the promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million in total prizes for this weekend's UFC 252 contest. That's promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sports book with NBA, NHL, and MLB back in action? You need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to betql.co and enter the code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's betql.co, promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Once again, that's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Yes, yes, woo! Welcome to the college experience, Georgia Bulldog preview. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that's my that's my go dog sound. Go dogs! This is the college experience. I'm your host, Colby Dant, aka Pick Dundee, aka the Dantabase, and I'm joined by my co-host, the former, former James Madison defensive back, current douchebag. Give it up for Patty C and the place to be. Hi, oh. <laughs> I threw, I threw the douchebag in there. Gotcha. I the saw fans. the Virginia hat you were wearing, the UVA yeah, hat, well, and just figured. Sometimes it's deserved. So already they're going to be wondering why? Why is there a Virginia fan on you? We're going to test your honesty here. I think at some point. Yeah. We're going on your fandom of Virginia. Test my knowledge or my honesty. Honesty on on what on on how big of a fan you are because they happen to play each other this year. So when we analyze this Georgia schedule in a few minutes. We're going to get down to, to well, I'll be honest. I want Virginia to win that game. Of course. Do I think it's going to happen? That may be another story. We'll, we'll talk about it. Look, Georgia yeah. football, 2019 Patty C. Yeah. Uh, what's your opinion of the 19 season? Uh, I thought it was a decent season. Obviously well, the I mean, slip 12 and two is always a decent season, but right. Uh, I mean, the expectations have risen even higher than they were under, um, Jeez, now Mark Rick Rick. Thank yeah. you. Smart has done a good job taking them up, not only from a recruiting standpoint, but also an on-field production standpoint. Uh, three straight seasons. What did he do? Uh, won the Rose bowl, lost the sugar bowl, won the sugar bowl in uh, the fourth year. So three top 10 finishes in the last three years. Things are looking good at Georgia right now. Um, when you consider recruiting rankings. Okay. Yeah. And now this is something that Colby 
sometimes Look, likes to point out. It's important, but it is it highly is, overrated. In my it opinion. is vastly important. It's only overrated when you think that 100% of the time, the team with the better uh, recruiting rankings is going to win the game. I don't think that. I think it's a very good indicator. I think it starts to be, I'll say this. It starts to be a difference. Once you get about 10 spots different, then there starts to be a little separation in the talent level. Well, there Georgia's you said number one over the past couple of years, right? Georgia over, since starting in 2010, right? Until 2016 hovered right around that maybe eight spot, 11, seven, nine, 12, eight, six, six, right? Mm-hmm. The last four years, three, one, two, one other teams that have recruited at that level. There's only one Alabama. And we're familiar with their uh, accomplishments over the past decade. Uh, well, let me ask you this. They're in the ICC East. Alabama's not, um, which is a good thing for them. So far, Kirby Smart, 44 and 12 as a head coach. Uh, that's a total of 56 games mm-hmm. during the same amount of time, same amount of years. Mark Rick was 42 and 10. <laughs> so they played less games because there was no college football playoff and everything. But uh, so basically, uh, the recruiting rankings are the same, essentially, right? <laughs> or their, their, their accomplishments on the field. I will say this uh, Rick came out smoking hot out of the gates. And then started to lose a little ground playing devil's advocate here. Sure. Is that happening with Kirby smart? You think the wave is crashing a lot sooner than I do. I think that the recruiting rankings suggest that Kirby smart is uh, hitting his stride right now. I can tell you this. It's not a good look when you lose to a four win South Carolina team who was playing their third string quarterback. Most of that game in the second or the entire second half. Fair point. You know, it is a good look though. Taking your team to overtime in the national championship game and having a fluke 50 yard touchdown. That was before that. That's what I'm saying. They already hit their top, their peak. Buddy. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm well, not saying that I, I believe you, that. You know what you are? You're the yeah. shit lawyer, right? With like <laughs> sloppy clothes. You know you're going to lose this case, and here's why: Kirby Smart went to Georgia. His I wife like Kirby Smart. Went to Georgia. He was a frat boy at Georgia. He was a, fo- a football player at Georgia. Yeah. He's got the little like I, he's dude, got the little I Georgia, want Georgia to hair. win a national championship. Right? Ed Orgeron. I want them to win a national championship. He's perfect for LSU. Kirby Smart's that guy at Georgia. Look. You think I'm some type of uh, hater on the Georgia Bulldogs? I'm yeah. not. You just need it proven to you. Yeah, well, especially that South Carolina game sticks in the crawl because yeah. that is a bad loss. And that was in Athens. Sure. I will say this. Uh, Kirby Smart needs to take it up a notch. If he wants to go from Saban or Saban disciple that loses to Saban all the time to a guy that actually challenges him for supremacy, he has to get it in gear every I, game. I mean, I'm not even wowed by the Baylor win because Matt rule wasn't there. You got to throw you those can't things. Take that away from Georgia. Though. I know, but you just got to throw those things out the record. They lost to, they lost to Texas the year before with Tom Herman. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, that's a good point. Um, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, Look, I, I think he's fantastic. I think he's done a great job. I'm not, I'm not, I thought Rick was, was doing fine. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, he couldn't seem, seem like he couldn't Rick win the big game. Them, uh, I mean, consider what Alabama did to Notre Dame in the national championship game. If they had not gotten tackled at the three yard line and they managed to get by Alabama, they're the national champion that yeah. year under Rick. So this yeah. team and they've, from a recruiting standpoint, taken it up a notch. And I think on an on-field standpoint, certainly 
their win percentage is higher than Rick's was toward the last 10, 15 years of his career during uh, the first four oh, years. Shit. How many years was he there? <laughs> yeah, that's true. 15. You're saying he was, is that Joe Paterno you're talking about? Uh, <laughs> well, no, I mean, when you think about it, really his hottest years, Rick's uh, Rick's hottest years, early he on, had right? four 10 win seasons in his first five years. Uh, in the following 10 years, he only managed five more. What well, did he get his fifth season? Good. What did he get? Nine wins? Fifth season, he was at 10 and three. Okay. Sixth season then. Nine and four. Okay. Cause I feel like we're going to follow that trajectory a little bit when, when you Kirby get to my smart is going to be, especially with the sec East being down now, Florida coming up a little bit changes things a little bit. Kirby smart's going to be winning 10, 11 games every year for the next five years. Bare minimum. We shall see my friend. That's why we do this. Yeah. Look, I like Georgia always had a soft spot in my heart for the Georgia Bulldogs. I hope they, they do this, but uh, looking back, were you correct on the over or under last year from a season ago? I feel like I might be wrong on this one because I know it was at a ridiculous number. I think I might've called for the over. Let me take a peek. We all took the under on Georgia at 11 and it hit, right? No, we all missed. What did Georgia do last no, year? No, they won 12, but that was including the bowl game. So they pushed and the sec championship. No, they lost the sec championship, right? Hold on. Let me see. So Last year in the regular season, they lost to South Carolina. Yeah, we pushed. Yeah. All right. Why you mark that gray, buddy? It makes it gives me a bad vibe. We should have a different color for a push. <laughs> I feel like I lose when it's a push. Uh, I don't feel as bad. I don't feel as bad. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, look, when you when you go through the off season, this is why I'm a little bit of a skeptic with the COVID. I know they're extremely talented. Yeah. But Okay, they bring in Todd Munkin, cousin of our boy Jeff Munkin, head coach of Army, runs the triple option. Uh, we're big fans of Jeff Munkin and what he did at Georgia. Remember Georgia Southern? I think he was at, and uh, where was he at prior to that? I forget. The Sam Houston State, maybe. Todd I, Munkin. Jeff Munkin. Oh, uh, Jeff Munkin. Jeff he might have been at Sam Houston State. Man, now you're gonna make me look up Jeff Munkin real quick. Anyway, you keep talking. Um, he was at uh, Georgia Southern, Georgia Tech prior to that, Navy. Georgia Southern Concordia. Who am I thinking of? That's at Sam Houston state. Jeez, I have no fucking idea, but I think it was Willie Fritz. Okay. Um, Todd Munkin though, cousin of, of Jeff, uh, new Georgia offensive coordinator. Most recently was the offensive coordinator last year for the Cleveland Browns. So not too impressed by that, <laughs> but no, he was good at uh, Oklahoma state a while ago. Kind of a fedora uh, guy. I, I believe uh, was he was the head coach, I believe, at Southern Miss that left to be a coordinator in the NFL. I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> um, maybe money, but uh, some guys just uh, that, that NFL challenge is a draw for them. Uh, we here at the College Experience think college football is the pinnacle of yes. football. Yes. So NFL well, played. You Come know what's on. funny is yeah. because there was a time in back in like the '40s and '30s, but basically up right up until like the fifties and sixties where college football was universally regarded as the superior product compared to pro football. Yeah. NFL obviously marketed the hell out of themselves. Well, in, my, in my lifetime, I feel like it's always been the superior product. I, I, well, I grew up in a, in the NFL era, eighties, nineties yeah. NFL was superior too, to college. But I, right. I, look. At what point do you honestly, honestly, what point do you think you made no, this switch? 93, 93 college, college yeah. surpassed pros. Yeah. It wasn't until about, Right while I was in college, I had to be old enough. Like ten, I, I was a ten, 10 years old in '93. I feel yeah. like that was the, my, my older brothers were getting me into college football. That yeah. yeah, I think it broke even about 2003 for me, and then 2004 I started just enjoying college football. Got the late more. pass, man. Yeah, I think I, I'd like to think I helped you. 
Yeah, I think you did. I you think you did. Like I, I had your influence. I had a couple guys in college. You know, they just made me embrace what I had been reluctant yeah. to embrace. You know what? It was another nice thing. Pittsburgh Steelers finally win the Super Bowl. There's so much tension there. Patty sees a Steeler fan. If yeah. you're wondering, and when Georgia they fans finally won the Super Bowl. It was like busting a big old load, and <laughs> there was nothing else that like I needed to watch in the NFL. And then it was like, oh, college. Well, and and Heinz Ward was a lot of that reason that he won the Super That's Bowl. That's right. And he's a Georgia Bulldog. Kendall Kendrell Bell might have been there too. I'm not sure if he was on that team. Bulldogs have helped us out a little bit. There we go. Ernie Mills was he? No, he's Florida. Was he Georgia oh, or Florida? Don't make I can't that mistake. Remember. Jeez. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Let's get back to it. So this is my reason for a bit of concern. We're in the COVID days. We've talked about a bunch of other teams. This is the college experience. We're breaking down all 130 college football division one teams. And one of our common themes is teams that have been battling the COVID as far as they haven't got the spring practices in, especially new head coaches, new regime changes. Well, Todd Munkin's bringing in a new offense and he's also, they're replacing four offensive linemen they brought in Jamie Newman, who we loved at Wake Forest. I think he's a stud. Bringing in a new running back. Now, Georgia's probably been the best running back school of all time. Them and Auburn probably yeah. battling, but I think I would go Georgia. Ooh, so close. I'm sure close. their next running back's a, a complete stud is Amir White. Um, I just think there's room for concern here. They lost. They also lose their O-line coach. Now, they bring in Matt Luke, the former Ole Miss head coach, who probably didn't deserve to be fired at Ole Miss, if you ask me. Yeah. But... Um, they bring back George Pickens. I guess that's good, but, but there's room for concern on a short, no spring ball, no practices in the spring. Sure, there's a lot of uh, new mixing faces. and matching that yep. they're going to have to do on the fly, which raises a little bit of a red flag to me. Now I will say, I obviously they're extremely talented the way they've been recruiting. And I also, I think Jamie Newman is a complete stud. Um, the O line thing could be a question mark. Could be a little bit of a, a little bit of a problem but I'm sure they got some, some guys ready to, to, to be really good. Uh, Jamie Newman. I did not realize he was at six, four, two He's a stud man. Pro size. Certainly looking at him. He passes the eye test. Uh, Jake Fromm was a, a, a good size quarterback, but Newman's better. Yeah. George has been marching yeah. out the same quarterback every year for the last, you know, 20 years. <laughs> Eric Zire. Yeah. Right? 30 years. Really? Um, well, finally uh, throwing a little adi- additional athleticism into the, uh, I mean, letting um, fields get out of their grasp was a, was a blow, but fortunately for them, they're able to get Newman to transfer in. So, yeah. And I think, I mean, you look at the defense, which is smarts background, uh, you know, defensive guy. Uh, I don't care that they lost a couple key players. I think this team is loaded on defense. I think I do not worry about the defensive side of the ball. Now they, they, I, everything you read says, Oh, they don't have that much depth in the secondary. Okay, so you got to watch if they get injured. But I can tell you this: they might not have depth. They have tons of talent at the starting positions. That J.R. Reed, um, they got uh, Richard Lacunte or whatever Lacunt. Uh, how do you pronounce that? Lacount, Lacunt. Yeah, something. I remember watching him and being impressed by his game. Yeah. Um, I don't. I just don't think they're going to have a problem. I, I know they lose some, uh, some, the D line is a question mark, but well, when I'm you saying, say that may not have a problem, are they going to win every game or well, we're going to get to that. Yeah, we are going to get to that, but um, I'm just going through the off season. You think they're going to be, f- uh, they're going to be fine at every position group. I think defensively, I don't worry about them. Well, shoot. I mean, what they bring back 10 of their top 11 Tackle. tacklers. Yeah. That's unbelievable at the, for the number one scoring and run defense. In the Even nation. if they were losing seven, 
I don't worry about the defense. Yeah. I think Kirby Smart's very good at what he does. Um, George is knocking on the door, man. Well, they I can are tell knocking you this. On the door. We got to get to it. What do you think about this? First off, Jamie Newman plus eight hundred to win the Heisman. Decent. Decent I would have loved to see him get a spring practice and know this offense a little more. Cause I yeah. think there was, there was something there potentially. Now I'm kind of scared to, to play it. I will say the schedule kind of sets up where there's a little buffer up front for him to get used to the offense before. I mean, save for the Alabama game, which, you know, they can lose in still hall is a good defensive coordinator or coach. I should say. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah that might be a challenge for him. It might be a challenge. Um, for him. Zamir White plus two thousand to win the na- or to win the national cha- to win the Heisman. There's just going to be a stable of running backs at Georgia every year that yeah. you know. I think if you're rushing for fifteen hundred yards at Georgia and there's another guy rushing for a thousand, you don't win the Heisman even if you're the best running back in the nation because people just say, "Oh, you're Georgia." Yeah, just so many. You always great have a fifteen hundred yard back. Georgia. Yeah. So you don't like any of those? You you don't you throw any on Newman a tiny bit? I just mm. wish he would have got spring ball, man. Well, anytime you're playing for the best team in the country or one of the best teams in the country, a team that has a legitimate chance to run the table, be number one at the end of the season. Then yeah. If you're the quarterback of that team, you have decent Heisman odds. Yeah. I'll just say sprinkle a little bit. It's a good value. Plus 800 is good value. Sprinkle a tiny bit. Yeah. Um, how about this? Minus 110 to win the sec East. I'm not touching that. Not enough. Not good enough value. Yeah. How about this to win the sec plus 300? I'm going to take that. I'm not taking it. They get Auburn and Alabama from the West. I don't like that. Yeah, that hurts. It does hurt. And the fact that Florida's schedule is such a cakewalk, they really, they could beat Florida and still not come out, even out of that division, let alone win the conference. If, so if you're forcing me to take any of these, I guess I would go plus 800 with Newman first. Yeah. And then second, I guess it would be plus 300 to win the SEC. Yeah. Third, There's just no value yeah. in the. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, division champion plus plus one ten. You said minus one ten. minus. Oh, that's f- yeah. Minus one ten. Uh, I mean, now I will say defensively. Yeah. They're going to be fine. They got this kid, Monty rice. Who's going to be a stud. Um, I don't see a lot of problems. It's really this. How fast can this offense get going? How yeah. fast can they be cohesive and play like a team? I don't know. And how good can Todd Munkin? Can he be that difference maker? Interesting enough, Jeff Munkin runs the triple option. Todd Munkin completely opposite. It seems like, yeah. Um, put the ball in the air. I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, let's go game by game and break it down. We'll go with the Vegas uh, odds and see what their win total is for this year. And we'll go, like I said, game by game and give our thoughts on the 2020 Georgia Bulldogs. But before we do a word from our sponsors, College experience is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Who was desperate enough to get in on some wagers on the Marbula One Marble Races? I know I was. We've been without sports so long that I certainly was. But this week we're in for a treat when three of the four major sports are back in action. That's MLB, NBA, and NHL. They've all resumed play, and with no fans in the stands, you better believe we're taking advantage of some of these early game lines over at mybookie. Plus my bookie just brought back the deposit match bonus. You can grab yourself some extra cash to build up that bankroll of yours. And the best part is when you roll with my bookie, it's simple. You bet you win. They pay. 
There's a reason why I tell people to visit my bookie. That's because it's the only online sports book that asks the question for you and your friends actually want to put money on. Like is Giannis and the bucks a lock to make the finals in the East? Who's going to average more points, LeBron or Kawhi? Look, it's all great. Cause you're debating your buds, but when you can actually throw cash on it, as opposed to just arguing for, 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 for the hell of it, you do this and my bookie will have this bet for you. But truth be told, I'll bet on anything. That's why I'm pumped. The MLB and NHL are back in action Two lines, prop bets, futures. My bookie's got them all. Trust me. This is the only place you want to be putting money down on this season over at my bookie join today. And my bookie will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to a thousand dollars. Just enter the promo code SGP when signing up. Remember at my bookie, the terms are simple. You bet you win. They pay over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by DraftKings. The hits literally keep coming from one MMA event to the next. They grow in excitement and it's in anticipation and UFC 252 is no different with two of the sport's most respected fighters stepping into the octagon this weekend. There is no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one day fantasy sports. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering new users a free shot at $1 million in total prizes. I mean, who's not going to take advantage of that, right? And it's really easy. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy MMA is an easy, easy play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to complete a free shot at $1 million in total prizes. Come on. It's a no brainer, but if MMA isn't for you, don't worry. Don't you worry because DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy contests for all the sports that have returned to action. Plus, plus new this year, DraftKings just launched best ball contest for football. If you aren't familiar with best ball, simply head to the app now and check it out. And uh, yeah, download the app DraftKings now and use the promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million in total prizes for this weekend's UFC 252 contest. Once again, that's promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. You want to take advantage over the sports book with NBA, NHL, and MLB back in action, then you need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Their best bets algorithm scans thousands of data points to give you a best bet recommendation for every single game and gives you the reason behind why you should place that bet. Look, I'm over on their website right now. I'm looking at this. Um, I got, I got, uh, I'm looking at the Clippers and the Nuggets. Nuggets are five point dogs, right? Nuggets are five point dogs. It's telling you we have the Denver Nuggets at plus three points, which is a minus two point difference from the current line. You should take the underdog according to BetQL. Gotta love this. And they give you a whole chart of why you should do this. This thing is fantastic. Make sure you go over to betql.co. Um, BetQL has sharp data for NBA, M- MLB, NHL. So if you want an inside edge or inside angle, 
on who the pros are backing. You need to check out BetQL. And if you live in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Colorado, or West Virginia, you can claim exclusive offers from sportsbooks and use BetQL's data to make the right bets. So head over to the App Store or Google Play Store to download BetQL. You can also head to betql.co and enter the code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription over at BetQL. Check them out. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book but don't know how? Well, Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head is offering live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Can't beat that. Just go to aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Once again, that is aceperhead.com backslash SGP. All right, we're back on the college experience, breaking down the Georgia Bulldogs. Oh, 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 oh. go dogs, baby. <laughs> we're a bunch of idiots. Yeah, yeah. Check us out if you haven't. You like listening to idiots? We got a lot of episodes out there. Uh, Bulldog Nation, Plenty stand of stupidity up. Stupidity for you to consume. <laughs> uh, let me go and look at what Las Vegas says. The win total is 10. So they think they're going to take a bit of a hit. Last year was 11, this year's 10. Well, the schedule cross conference is cross division. However you would say that is challenging to say the least week one labor day, Monday night. Fuck you. Coronavirus. I want to see this matchup. Bronco Mendenhall played the Gators tougher than a lot of people gave him credit to. I cashed in on, on, on Bronco Mendenhall and the, and them, you know, take, and I cashed in on them with their season totals the past couple of years. I'm a pretty big fan of Bronco Mendenhall. Yeah. Colby was a clairvoyant when it, uh, you know, comes to his success. Yeah. I was a big fan of him at BYU. I thought he was, did a great job. Former Rocky long guy at New Mexico. Yep. Uh, Good pedigree. So Georgia, Virginia from the Mercedes Benz stadium, where apparently they might not even have fans, but who knows how this will shake out. Right. Suppose a neutral site game sec. I can tell you this with them now having the offense and only having a few weeks. Yeah. I think Virginia might have the defense to give them a game. Well, Virginia has the defense to give them the game. And the thing about Virginia too, and Mendenhall is he's your typical defensive coach in the, in the sense that his offenses aren't typically super. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, sophisticated. Yeah. He usually gets an athlete, you know, yeah. and forces. Remember Taysom Hill at BYU. We were watching Taysom highlights Hill, the other night. Yeah. yeah. He's had a few guys at uh, UVA that can move around right now. Keaton Thompson or uh, Keaton. Um, no, it's Thompson, right? Thompson, I think. From Mississippi State transfer, Mississippi right? State, yeah. yeah. Is uh, also a four star with good wheels. Uh, that scares me a little pressure bit. Pressure the defense with the run, with the quarterback, pressure with the pass, and just generate some offense and allow your defense with its discipline. Limit the turnovers. Because yeah. I can see Tompkins throwing, th- like, if they can limit the turnover game. Yeah, I think that I think the Virginia defense with the short time Georgia has on offense, they could potentially keep this a game. Now, obviously, I'm still going to take Georgia to win this game. Yeah, but Bronco Mendenhall many times at BYU. We we, we were watching highlights when what he did to Mac Brown at Texas yeah. upset him. Yep. Don't underestimate Bronco Mendenhall to, to to devise a defensive plan that keeps his team in the game. In the game. Yeah. In the game. 
there's just such a talent. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. Georgia will get it done. They'll probably yeah. wear them down and the running back will break an 80 yarder in the, in the fourth or something. Yeah. But I could see this being scary. It, 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 I can tell you this with the amount of incohesiveness on the offense, the amount of change that is happening. Game one makes it. Scary. Yes. It yeah. makes it to me like it'll, I, I don't know what the line will let co- Jamie Newman yeah. commit some turnovers. And, yeah. Uh, Virginia. Yeah could be in this game. Yeah, exactly, man. So, but obviously I got Georgia winning this, but I do think it's going to be closer and there's not as much room for error as I think most think. And I hate to say this to you, Georgia folks, there's something about (laughs) Atlanta or not Atlanta, I guess Athens, but Georgia sports in general that they have a habit of choking. Um, I know that hurts to hear, but I I'm sure you all are very familiar with their history. And so if, if the game gets yeah. close, I, like I said, I like Georgia. I, I wouldn't mind seeing them win a national championship. I love Georgia. Yeah. They're yeah. one of my five favorite teams in football, yeah. you know, but it's been a frustrating ride. I agree. Okay. Week two, they get the Buccaneers of East Tennessee state. That's going to be a 75 to nothing game. Um, week three, they travel to Tuscaloosa. They're not winning this game. I don't care how many people try to convince me. Look, I love Jamie Newman. It's in Tuscaloosa. I think Saban is going to be ready to go this right. year. It's not that they're not going to win this game. It's that there's no reason to bet on them and to predict them to win this game. Well, yeah. And I also think Saban, you know, we talk COVID. He didn't have much turn- turnover this year from a coaching standpoint. I think that's yeah. an advantage to, to, to Nick Saban. I also Absolutely. think he's got something to prove this year a little bit. Yeah. A couple of years, uh, you know, people are starting to think maybe saving slips. And if he doesn't get it done, if he doesn't get to the playoffs this year, yeah. maybe they're right. So maybe perhaps. Uh, so I got him going two and one here. And then they host the Louisiana Mon- Monroe Warhawks, who uh, almost Georgia, beat Florida state last year. Georgia has supplanted uh, Alabama as the recruiting Kings in the country. So dude, if it was at Athens, I would think maybe, Yeah. but in Tuscaloosa, I'm not taking it. God, what a heartbreaker that national championship was. Man. I can't believe that. I was celebrating, dude. Yeah, I was ready, man. <laughs> I was ordering God, drinks. That has to hurt I was it. ordering drinks saying, hell yeah, Bulldogs. Yeah. yeah. And then boom, boom. That just brutal. That shit to a. Yeah. He's a great player. Uh, Louisiana Monroe, though, that's a win. Then you get Vanderbilt at home. Any chance for, for the Commodores? No. Uh, right? Yeah, no. Okay, now this is a big one. This is a very big one because, like I said, I think Georgia probably. So they're four and one. That's a, that's a nice start yeah. for Georgia to get some momentum, get the kinks worked out. But but this is like a game where, like, ugh, I don't know who's better here, and especially if there's no fans in the stands. Yeah, is it that hard of a road game then? Well, here's the thing about Auburn and uh, Georgia, anyway. Again, I don't know that there's a huge home field advantage. The, the, the I've never seen it's you know I mean there there are examples of it throughout college football, but as far as identical teams, identical teams traditionally, yeah, Georgia and Auburn are identical. They're twin brothers, mm. you know, and so these Georgia fans might hate you, man. <laughs> I mean, they I might hate, hate you. you. Uh, absolutely, you're be getting death emails. You <laughs> right, know what I mean? Right, right. Well, if anyone would send it, it'd be SEC fans. So. Yeah, if anyone would send it, it'd be me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Auburn just, too. Just because we get drunk and talk shit to each other. Right. Um, <laughs> So I'm gonna get a death email from yeah, later. sometimes we just do that. You know, I just say, I hope you have a horrible day. Right. You Not know? Necessarily death but it's email. just, it's a friendly thing. You know, you, you think it's friendly. Yeah. Uh, if you You're take a piece it, of shit. if you take it literally, I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> who are you taking? <laughs> I mean, the home field advantage, you got to figure there's going to be some fans in the stadium, especially by October. We're going to get over this. We're going to say, okay, 
screw this coronavirus. Let's play some football here. Let's get the fans in the stadium. Uh, Athens will be rocking. I do think that uh, Bo Nix will take a step forward with the off season to improve. Uh, I expect another dog fight. It's a coin flip a little bit, yeah. but the home field advantage, I guess, I guess I have to give it to Georgia. Give me it to Georgia. Give me it to Georgia. I don't feel good about this one at all. Yeah. Sneaky game after this. If, Cause if you beat Auburn and have that coming off that high, yeah. I don't know what to expect with Drinkowitz. I'm not sure if he was a great hire or not. He only had one year at app state, took over a fine tuned machine. It's tough to say, but he had a successful track record at OC at NC state and Boise state. But I have no idea what to expect. Yeah. Everyone's everyone that I've ever heard that's said that he was going to be a good coach back in the day at Boise state. Yeah. So I'll, I'll base it that off that. And then again, Barry Odom, I thought did a dude. He got a raw deal. Pretty decent job. He got a raw deal. Just like Luke did at Ole Miss. Yeah. But that doesn't mean anything for drink with drink might be a fine coach. Might be better coach. Yeah. Yeah. Might be better. Um, That's a scary game though. Yeah coming off of that. You get that. You would think that they should just win overall. They should roll them, but I just feel like you could come Georgia could. Yeah. They could lay an egg there. I'm going to give it to them because I have no idea what to expect in Missouri. Missouri is one of the teams that I'm like, I have no idea. They could be, they could be a bowl team. They could be a three win team, right? This is one of the ones. These are the types of games that if you're Kirby smart, you have to win all of these. You can't have the emotional letdown. Maybe your coaching style, like Nick Saban is able to apply consistent pressure constantly to his team and get them to respond. Yeah. Which yeah. I, I think if you're the type of coach that is organized or whatever it is enough to like keep consistent pressure on, as opposed to getting your team up for big games and then letting them crash uh, for the smaller games, that's the difference between a great coach and a, and a good coach. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll figure out what smart is. So watch out for that game. Uh, Bulldogs fans. Then you got the bye week, which is, I know Florida has the bye week too. And we both called for, unfortunately, guys. This is where the Georgia fans really hate us to send mm-hmm. us death emails. We want Georgia to win this game. Am yeah. I right? Yeah. We, we will both be Florida. pulling for Georgia yeah. to win this game. But we think, considering COVID and all the turnover on offense, the advantage right now is the cohesiveness of the Gators to win this game. Now, I, when Florida's got consecutive 10 win seasons. I just feel like good momentum. Trask is looking good. That just the, I mean, I don't feel confident in saying Florida's going to win. I'm just saying gun to my head. The fact that they're not replacing these offensive linemen, four of them, not replacing a, a, getting a new OC, new O line coach, new quarterback, new running back. I, I just think that the advantage right now lies within right. Florida's last four recruiting classes have been 11, 14, nine and nine. It's not like they're, uh, significantly less talented than Georgia. And if I was going to base this on percentage of confidence, it would be 51% Florida, 49% Georgia. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. I could easily see, look, on a I vacuum, could see Georgia beating them by two touchdowns. Yeah. If, if the right situation, In happens, a vacuum, you know, I would take Georgia over Florida. Unfortunately, I think their momentum coming into this off season suggests that Florida has a special year in front of them and Georgia especially with Alabama and Auburn cross division, there's yeah. just not as much excitement and Florida's going to come into this game frothing at the mouth and ready yeah. to get this win. They're okay. All- then they get a chance to get revenge in a dangerous game that South Carolina beat them last year with their third string quarterback. We <laughs> mentioned this earlier at home <laughs> between I mean, the old hedges. And it's a tough spot to catch them uh, you know, right after you play Florida. So even if they do get that win, let's say they beat Florida. Yeah. I think this is a dangerous spot the following week to come into Columbia do you think they get revenge? I think they get revenge. Yeah, but I'm saying if they beat Florida, 
if they were to, to, to be, so going against our predictions of Florida winning, oh. if they beat Florida, this is They're a dangerous trap South game. Carolina this year. Dangerous trap game. Must champ is the type of coach. They're going to bite someone. They are going to bite someone. Here's where a guy like Newman makes the difference. You know, where yeah. uh, uh, from, yeah, yeah. A from guy against a very tough defense. You know, he might not have that extra something to get that offense going, which he clearly didn't last year, having them only generate 17 points against a, what a four and eight team. Yeah. A very tough. I mean, Muschamp is as insane as it comes as a, a defensive coach, you know, in terms of energy. And so Georgia obviously wasn't able to bring it, you know? And so going into Columbia, you got to figure Muschamp again, will be coaching for his job this year. Yeah. So I'll say they get that one in Columbia, uh, p- providing that they, they, they lose to Florida. They so can I got slip him, at any point. Georgia. I got him at seven and two. Yeah. They're home to Tennessee. I know there's a ton of hype around the Vols. I'm not buying that in Athens. Give me the Bulldogs yeah. to rough them up. It could be a decent game. But Eight and two. Yeah. And here is my trap game of the year. <laughs> I'm calling this one. Calling the upset? Right now. Wow. The Kentucky Wildcats are going to beat the Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> These fans are going to hate me. I, I, I've been saying this. Stoops is doing a great job at Kentucky. Yep. I thought potentially maybe they'll beat Florida this year, but I saw that game was in Gainesville week two. And I was like, Oh, don't like it that fast. Yeah. And especially on the road, but I'm like, they're going to beat someone at home who I'm that the, the world's not going to see yeah. coming. Yeah. And I, I look, I'm just going to say, I mean, look, if, if Georgia was able to lose at home against South Carolina last year, it is completely within the realm of possibilities that they take an L at uh, Lexington. Uh, yeah. Well, look, I, I'll put it like this. I think, I think they end with Georgia tech. They're going to beat Georgia tech. I got them going nine and three this year. And if it's not Kentucky, I think it's, I think the chances of them winning Virginia, Auburn at Missouri at South Carolina, home, Tennessee at Kentucky. I think there's more of chance that they slip on one of those. They're going to hate me. These fans. And no, I'm sorry. I, I love Georgia. Give me a nine and three season. Here's here's where I have it. I have it exactly at ten and two, and I see what you're saying. Well, that's what I'm saying. My 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 first thought was ten and two. Yeah. But then when I saw how many fringe games. Yeah. They're not fringe games from a talent standpoint at all, but they're tough enough games that Georgia is likely to slip. In it, especially with all the mixing and matching, they're gonna have to do offensively. Yeah. We don't know how Jamie Newman's gonna mesh. I mean, I think he's gonna be a stud. But yeah. I mean, how fast new can they get coordinator, new offensive line, yeah. new quarterback. Give me them nine and three. I, I, I what? they're going to lose it in Tuscaloosa. I'm saying I really have them at 10 and two. Yeah. But if I, cause, cause that's the, that's the number 10 and yeah. two. I wouldn't bet on it, this. If I got to lean one way. Yeah. I'm leaning under. Well, let me give you the, uh, contrasting point of view here. Okay. I'm going to take the over here. Granted that we have to take one or the other. I, I I'm not putting any money on this. You know, I think 10 and two is probably you'd be crazy to go one way or the other. Yeah. You know, if you're expecting to make money, but um, I think from a percentage wise, it makes more sense that they would be nine wins. I understand what yeah. you're saying, but my point is this outside of Alabama in a vacuum, they should be favored in every single one of these games. They should be favored to beat Virginia. They should be favored to beat Auburn at home, but they were favored in a bunch of games last year and in a and neutral site. They lost Florida. to South Carolina. It's true. They slipped once last year. Well, they lost to LSU. They weren't favored against LSU. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
They lost the games they were supposed to lose. They they're going to slip once here. 95% of the games they're supposed to win. They're they going to slip once. once. They're not as good. DeAndre Swift is gone. That offensive line is gone. The guy, what, what is it? Andrew Thomas, the six pick or something by the Giants? Game. He's gone. The tackle. True. They're losing key parts. You can't. Dude, they're going to rebuild fine. This let, is going to be a great year let still. Me, let me, let yeah. me read these numbers again to you. Number three, <laughs> number one, number two. Number one, they are how the many national championships? Most talented team. Well, before that, they how were many national hovering. championships? Okay, okay. What was the year that they went to the national championship? I want them to win a national it championship. Was, hold on, let me look at it. It was 2017 season that they went to the national championship, finished number two. So the classes leading up to that 2017 season, 2014, number eight, six, six, and three. So, but you know the difference. The difference is no. that they weren't as talented as Alabama, so they should have lost that game. Uh, they did. I disagree. Now they're the most talented team in the country. They should win the games they're supposed to win. <laughs> Here's the difference. Yep. Florida was incredibly down then. There were McIlwain years. Sure. Uh, Stoops hadn't got Kentucky to where they're at. Yeah. And they also... Get out of here with Kentucky, buddy. You're talking about the most talented team in the country on a national championship march. Taken it, which I guess happened last year. So <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. Oh, I, and also they get Alabama cross division. Yeah. No, I think they're going to lose too. I'm sorry. I'm on the under guys. I'm sorry. I want, I want dog nation to get the win here. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. Cause I'm not going to actually place this bet for the under. Yeah. Um, so there you go. You heard it here first. What's the most important game of the season? Petty C. Uh, it's gotta be Florida. Hundred percent, no question about it. Say Florida, yeah, the Auburn one. Too. Auburn is big. Yeah, Auburn is big. But uh, yeah, anything else you want to say about the Bulldogs? Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> we'll see how it works out. They, I mean, Newman's got what two years of eligibility remaining? Is it two? Let me see. Uh, is it one or two? Let's take a little gander. Jamie Newman uh, only played, only had four attempts in 2017. So I'm assuming that was a will be yeah, qualified he's got as a redshirt years. year. Two years left. It might That's not be impressive. this year. It's probably next year. Let me take one quick look at their uh, schedule for next year. Are we previewing 2021 Bulldogs? They, they get Clemson week Clemson one. Open. Holy crap. Uh, who might be the defending national champions. Uh, they have to go to Auburn, but they, but they draw Arkansas from the West. That's yeah. good. That's they might good. be playing for 2021. Okay. And Perhaps. the season might start in 2021, depending on what happens. No, don't fires. you say that. I don't you say that. Say that though. Guys, we are the college experience. We're going to break down all 130 teams. Uh, if we have a bunch already in the, in the bag, in the can that have been released. Check them out. Tell a friend. We'd appreciate it if you get over to iTunes and, and write us a nice review or a bad review. If you want to tell me, Colby, you're a fucking moron for thinking George is going to win nine games. Go ahead. Go there. Tell me that. I, I'd appreciate still five stars because yeah we don't I, care what you say. Just and I, I'm rooting for Georgia. Yeah. So uh, tell a friend I'd appreciate it. And uh, guys, we are uh, the college experience and check out our, we just released a Jerry Glanville podcast. We're talking to Georgia. He's a, he's a fa- former Falcons head coach back in the day. He was a Falcon defensive coordinator. In you the guys 70s. will enjoy this uh, interview. Great, great interview. Check that it out. Sports gambling Also check out. I just released a top 25 power five head coaches. Kirby smarts in there Boom. over at sports gambling podcast.com. And, uh, Colby's giving you all the content. You can, yeah, I feel like a rapper just yelling out <laughs> things great about me. Right. <laughs> <Braggadocio>. <laughs> uh, 
I also finished second place in a Tech Mobile tournament. Got some He's hardware got the on hardware the wall. To prove it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it out there. You can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C831. You can find me on Twitter at the Colby D. And we're a part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can find them on Twitter at the SGP Network. Rate, review, share. We'd appreciate everything. I can't talk. <laughs> this is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.